when I look through and I read about some of the things, that, the accusations, it really kind of floors me. And But it goes back to what we were talking about before, that, you know, about the corruption and the way law enforcement was a different world then. We're held to a completely different standard these days. That was Rockledge Police Corporal Jeff White talking about how one ex-cop, who also happens to be a suspect in a cold case he's investigating, got fired or was forced to resign from seven police agencies during his 16-year career. That story is coming up on Sun Crime State. I'm Tony Holt, crime reporter for the Daytona Beach News Journal. Welcome to Sun Crime State, a weekly podcast that takes an in-depth look at Florida's biggest crime stories of the past and present. In this episode, I'll discuss the March 22, 1988 slaying of Kim Cherie Howe, who was bludgeoned near a dirt road in Brevard County. She was a prostitute and a mother of three. One of the leading suspects in the case was a police officer with a less than impeccable record of service. My special guest for that segment will be the man investigating the 30-year-old unsolved case for the Rockledge Police Department. But first, I'll discuss the recent arrest of a white nationalist in Tallahassee who is accused of providing false information to authorities about the man charged in the Parkland school shooting. I do think the Civil War is a very real possibility in the next two years. An open, violent clash involving guns and people stabbing and killing each other. I think that, that if that were happening in the next five months, I wouldn't flinch. I, I, would, I would just suspect it. That was the voice of Jordan Jarib, who heads the Republic of Florida, a so-called white civil rights organization that seeks to secede and establish its own ethno-state consisting exclusively of white Westerners. Jordan Jarib was led away in handcuffs Wednesday from his mother's Tallahassee home after federal authorities searched the property for evidence, according to the Tallahassee Democrat. The FBI was looking for evidence linked to the alleged misinformation he provided law enforcement about the shooter in last month's Parkland High School mass shooting. Jarib was arrested on charges of violation of probation. His probation stems from a 2016 charge of extortion by threats. He pleaded no contest to that charge 15 months ago. In a video posted by the Tallahassee Democrat, Jarib described in more detail what the Republic of Florida is about. The Republic of Florida is a coalition of Floridian secessionists that wants uh, not only a white ethnostate, but an ethnostate for all peoples that, that have uh, laid claim to Floridian soil. During the afternoon of February 14th, 19-year-old Nicholas Cruz opened fire inside Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, a small city in Broward County. In all, 17 people were killed and another 15 were injured. Jarib claimed that Cruz had done paramilitary training with ROF. Authorities said those claims were false. 
According to the Tallahassee Democrat, Jareb's false statements set off a media firestorm. The paper also said Jareb eventually walked back those statements, saying he was suffering from a lack of sleep and got some names mixed up. But the Associated Press picked up the story, which was published in news publications all around the world. On Wednesday, dozens of law enforcement vehicles, local, state, and federal, were parked outside Jareb's mother's home in the Piney Z Plantation neighborhood on the east side of town. The Tallahassee Democrat reported that several items were removed from the home, including what looked to be a computer tower wrapped in plastic. A subsequent story by the newspaper stated that tactical knives also were uncovered during the search of the premises. Jareb, who was 22 years old, was subsequently taken away in handcuffs. While being led away, he yelled to a television station, quote, I didn't do anything wrong. I'm a good person. Here is more from Jareb's video posted on the Tallahassee Democrats website. We're not a hate group. We're not neo-Nazis. We do believe the right, the white race has the right to exist. He insists he's not looking for war. He believes every race has its own unique traits, but suggested it is wrong to force them all to mix together. Bottom line is, it's not cool to be a leftist anymore. We are the new counterculture. We're taking over. Survival calls for vigilance. Survival calls for a never-ending battle. A battle I hand to my children. A battle my children children hand to their children, uh, a battle that could literally leave the planet Earth. We're going to have colonization someday. Someday we're going to look beyond this planet. The Earth is a beautiful place with many different races, with many different colors and creeds, with many different religions. We can all coexist independently and preserve our unique features and not destroy our unique features by forcing each other all over one into one area. We have different ideas. We have different races. We have different religions. We're different. And and instead of killing each other over these differences, I'm not bringing a message of war. I'm bringing a message of of what will be better for all of humanity. In other news related to the Parkland shooting, Cruz's younger brother, Zachary, is accused of ignoring orders to stay away from the school's campus. On Monday, he was charged with trespassing. Bail for such a charge is usually $25, but the judge in the case set a whopping $500,000 bail amount for Zachary Cruz, one that his attorney swore would not stand. The president of the Broward Association of Criminal Defense Lawyers told the South Florida Sun Sentinel, quote, It's clearly a reaction the court feels the community wants to see. But it is excessive. It is unlawful. It's guilt by association. Our due process rights begin to erode once we start traveling down this path. The 18-year-old Zachary Cruz was committed for mental health observation under Florida's Baker Act last Monday. An arrest report stated that the younger Cruz admitted to visiting the campus a total of three times to reflect on the rampage his brother is accused of committing. He has an arrest history, which includes a charge of criminal mischief. Authorities said he had skateboarded on a police car. Meanwhile, Nicholas Cruz is facing the death penalty for his first-degree murder charges. 
coming up. The story of the slaying of Kim Cherie Howe, whose body was found 30 years ago last Thursday in Rockledge. My special guest for that segment will be Rockledge Police Corporal Jeff White. During the early morning hours of March 22, 1988, Kim Howe was beaten to death with a heavy rock. Her body lay on a dirt road that ran east and west and connected Howard Street and Santa Rosa Drive in Rockledge. Howe was killed less than two football fields from the border of Coco. In the late 1980s, the area was rife with prostitution-related activities. Prostitution didn't stand on any street corners in that neighborhood, but Johns often drove them to that spot, which at the time was still an out-of-the-way place absent of any street lights. But the area was in proximity to a neighborhood and a school. Howe's body would be discovered later that morning by a pair of school children. Here is Corporal Jeff White, a supervisor of the Criminal Investigations Division for the Rockledge Police Department. Basically, it was you know two kids that were that left the, the left the house to go to school that morning, and they uh, walked down the the dirt path that you could kind of drive. You basically could drive through it. It was like a of a dirt road area. They were cutting down the, the dirt road and come upon Miss Howe and the essentially what was a crime scene at the time and. They stopped and panicked, and then they ran back home and told their mom, and then their uh, parents got involved and, of course, questioned the boys and said, well, you know, what did you really see? And then they called the police, and they ended up finding this Howe, you know, deceased on this dirt road. Kim Howe was 31 years old. She had moved to Coco about 18 months earlier after divorcing her husband and leaving her family behind in Fort Pierce. She was a mother of three children. Her oldest child was about nine years old. Her other two were so young by the time their mother was killed, they have no memory of her. She was a petite woman with dirty blonde hair and an average build. She turned to prostitution to support her drug habit. After police arrived, they were able to identify her quickly because at least one of the officers on the scene knew her to be a local prostitute. They also found the murder weapon lying in proximity to her body. 